Hey everybody, I am Gina Bianca, life and business coach, salon owner, educator, mastermind mentor, and your host of the Gina Bianca podcast. up everybody and welcome to the podcast thank you so much for listening I know that time is one of the biggest well actually the biggest unrenewable resource and I am just so grateful for you spending your time here with me on the podcast so today's podcast is all about pricing I'm going to talk with you guys about some of my pricing tips why I believe I'm qualified to talk about pricing share some resources for you and talk about gratuity because on my last price breakdown post we did uh, get into a lot of comments about gratuity and if hairstylists should be classified as lawyers and accountants and um, I want to go into that with you guys and I'm really excited for this episode first let's do a little recap of what I shared this week I did share a lot on the gram this week and I want to go through it with you guys and share with you in case you missed it some of the valuable content we have on there so let's get started and talk about the network so the first thing I shared on my page this week of course I shared about my last podcast how to leave your current salon with integrity and grace Um, that podcast was the first podcast I did in six months and I also posted a free resource for my mastermind members uh, and I posted the podcast in mastermind so if you haven't seen that free resource make sure you go in your video library all of that's in there for you so I started the week talking about my podcast and then I shared at the network we've got two chairs for rent two chairs left we've got a 16 chair salon it's absolutely beautiful I can't believe we're almost full and we're just waiting for our last two members to join us we've got two chairs left and uh, it's really beautiful it's COVID safe COVID friendly the clients walk in they're like wow the stylists love it And I'm just so incredibly grateful. So if you're listening to this and you work at the network, I love you. Thank you. And if you're ever looking for a new hair home, uh, we are amazing. Uh, Rent in my salon at this moment is $230 a week. It's an incredible price. We have uh, color, product, everything right there for you. The space is gorgeous. It's huge. It's 5,000 square feet. Your rent will include your education when we get back into classes. It includes a subscription to Mastermind, towel service. We have a guest care coordinator up in the front to greet your guests we have ginger ale water pretzels like little things for your clients and then you have your own code so you have access to the salon Tuesday through Saturday we do education Sundays and Mondays usually and uh, it's just a really great place to work it's really really great the people are awesome you have plenty of room to store your belongings and we won't have the space opening for long so if you're interested please email the network salon at gmail.com and we'll be sure to get you a tour tell you a little bit about it see if you're a good fit with us All right, back to my recap this week on Instagram. So after I posted our opening at the network, I obviously shared about my last podcast, How to Leave Your Salon with Integrity and Grace. That podcast was received very well. Thank you guys so much for sharing screenshots of it and tagging. And uh, for the Spotify users who were sharing their top podcast, I was like, oh my God, I'm like some people's top podcast. I was like, holy shit, I cannot believe it. Um, I'm so grateful for that. Thank you guys so much for sharing that. Every time you guys share something and tag me in the stories, like I see you, I appreciate you. I try to respond as much as I can. And I just really appreciate your support. It means so much to me. Thank you. 
Next, I shared a little story time post about my first salon. I owned a salon previously before the network, Gina Bianca Hair. We were open for about five years. It was an employee-based salon. It was absolutely gorgeous. You can look at my post and see the pictures of it. And the whole point of the post was to talk about, you know, <laughs> how the best thing I learned in my first business was to take a bet on yourself and just go for it because literally like the biggest the biggest thing I learned from owning a business is everything because I could have went to um, business school I could have done all of these things but taking a bet on myself and having like the drive and the hunger to succeed and to build that resourcefulness I learned from Tony Robbins you don't need resources you need resourcefulness like some people have no resources and they make everything work they can make it happen because they're hungry you know, if you have everything handed to you your whole life, you're not hungry. So for me, when I opened GBH, it was like, I have to survive. Success is the only motherfucking option. Failure is not M&M. Like literally I had to survive. I had to make it work. And I did everything I possibly could to survive and to thrive. And one of the biggest things I learned from that business is when you bet on yourself and you're hungry, you can make it happen and you don't need resources. You need resourcefulness. I made it work. I made it happen. It really built me to be the woman and the business owner I am today. So really wanted to share with you guys a little bit about that. And so I shared that on my page. You could see more about that. Um, I posted some hair content. I posted you guys a blog post, seven chunky highlight tips. And if you are having trouble with chunky highlights or foiling, go look at that post. I give you great tips. It's a good post. All of my hair posts, I try to pack a ton of value for you. And I also shared about an initiative for Giving Tuesday. It was for Operation Underground Railroad. That's our rescue at O-U-R-R-E-S-C-U-E. So they're on Instagram, our rescue, Operation Underground Railroad. They sent me this gorgeous book, gorgeous book with the stories of sex trafficking uh, survivors. And if you make a donation to our rescue your donation can go to providing birthday parties for survivors some of these some of these poor some of these incredible survivors who have been through so much some of them will not even have a birthday party or anybody to provide them anything so your donation can provide a birthday party for a little girl little boy who just got rescued from horrific things uh, and it could make them feel really special, which is so incredibly important. Your donation can also purchase COVID tests for survivors who are traveling. It could provide transportation for survivors to and from therapy or training. Uh, it can provide prenatal care, and it could provide a first meal for somebody the night that they're rescued. Really beautiful, beautiful initiative, and I was really honored to be a part of our rescue, um, uh, their initiative for um, Giving Tuesday it was an honor to be a part of it. Thank you for sending me that book and for having me be involved. Super appreciative of it. Next, I shared a little post about um, my experience hosting Tabitha Coffee, my ultimate mentor. Oh my God. So last year, Tabitha came to my salon for a business class. We did an Insta Love collab. If you've been following me and coming to classes at the network for a while, we were doing Insta Love collabs. And these were born out of just an idea that I had. I'm like, let me just ask all my friends if they want to like do a class together and let's try to get like a crazy amount of people in the room. Let's try to get like 200 people in the room and charge us 
super low ticket price and just get people in the door for like a big marketing event and um, it worked. <laughs> the first class that I did sold out in two days. I sold 150 tickets, I believe, and it ended up being one of my favorite things to do is just get mad people together. So I don't know when the next time we'll do a big collab will be with COVID-19 and all the gathering restrictions but you know the network is huge so we can at least have 50 to 75 people and be at 25 percent capacity so we'll be doing events in the future but I did share a little bit about my experience with Tabitha and how beautiful it was to have her at the salon shared some more beautiful hair content shared a little commercial for mastermind if you're not in my mastermind group you guys it is incredible uh, i did share uh, greta wagner if you're not following her on instagram do yourself a favor get your shit together and follow her she's so amazing i love her her Instagram handle is at Greta Wagner underscore. Thank you, Greta, so much for working at the network with us. And thank you so much for doing a class with me and for letting us share it in Mastermind. You are amazing. Um, you know, she's helping me provide affordable education for you all. And um, I'm just so grateful for you, Greta. And I'm just so happy for you to be at the network. You're doing amazing. I love to work with you every day. I like fangirl every day. You're just so great. Anyway. Oh my god. Anyway, I'm just so happy Greta's working with us because I've been waiting so long for this. Even the beginning of this year, I was like manifesting it. I found a picture of her page in my um, in my albums from like January like first this year. I was just like, I want Greta to work at the network and she doesn't know this. So she's probably going to think I'm so creepy. But anyway, so what else did I post? More hair content. Oh, um, I shared with you guys a before and after picture of me. As some of you know, if you're following me, I lost a lot of weight. I lost like 80 pounds in the past like year. This was not that hard. Um, and I want to share with you guys some things that I did and I want to share with you guys about my journey. So if you have not already, I want you to comment on that post. It's a before and after picture of me on my page. Comment on the post all of your struggles with weight loss and health because next week or whenever we hit a thousand comments, we're almost there. But whenever we hit a thousand comments and when I have the time to sit down and go through the comments, I'm going to build a really good episode for you all. And I might be doing something else in the future for this, but I don't know yet. So go on my post, comment all of your challenges so I can help you. And so I can make a free podcast, like a free resource answering your exact questions. I'm going to do everything I can to answer as many as possible. But go on my page and comment your struggles. And when we hit a thousand comments, I'm going to go ahead and build an episode for us. Amazing. All right. So this episode is all about pricing and leading up to all of those posts. I did not plan on doing a pricing post at all. This is how it always happens for me. I just get like bored and I'm like, what can I post? And if I have nothing to post, I will take a before and after and I'll do a price breakdown. And um, so I have not done a price breakdown in a really, really long time. I'm like gonna try to scroll back now and see how long it's been. I used to like do these side-by-side -side images of hair and I would write the price in big white letters and um, like in numbers, excuse me. I would do it in big white numbers and um, people would go crazy, okay? So a little bit about me. I built my following on Instagram posting hair videos and then once I was like posting videos, 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 I, I got to like 100,000 followers pretty quickly, like posting only hair videos. And then flash forward, you know, a year or two, I'm posting videos, posting videos. And then I was like, I don't know what to post. 
So one day I just went side by side and I just did a price breakdown and the price breakdown was $608. I'm going to look at the one that I I'm looking right now at the one I posted. And the last time I posted anything about price breakdowns was November 14, 2019. So about a year ago. And um, those were even reposts of pricing. So I have not posted anything about pricing, but when I did, it was like blowing up and I got like 50 to 100,000 followers. Like my followers exploded because I was talking about pricing. So um, if you found me because of the price breakdowns, that's like, that's what it was. It was just like an idea. I'm like, um, I don't have anything to post. I'm going to go side by side. I was in line at Old Navy buying a flag t-shirt for 4th of July. And I was like looking at my fiance. I was like, should I post this? And he's like, I don't know. He doesn't care. He's like, I don't know. And I'm just like, I'm going to try it out. And like, by the time I checked out at Old Navy and got to the car, it had gone like viral. It had like 2,500 likes. I had never had that many likes in my life. And I was like, holy shit, am I onto something right now? But the big thing that was uh, crazy about the pricing was that people were so mean. <laughs> and um, every time from that point on, and then the other night, it was the same feeling. It was like, if you guys watch The Office, when he's like, no question, I'm ready to get hurt again. <laughs> like, it is just so hard to be controversial sometimes because you put it out there and then people are so mean so I created the price breakdown and this is off of the lady I did the YouTube video for you guys on so if you look at my last if you go to my Instagram and you see the price breakdown the $750 one I have a full free YouTube video for you guys of her whole process so it's completely free you can go watch it and it goes through exactly what we did the only thing missing from that video is that we use quick toner silver from Joyco at the last um, and the last step I forgot to put that in but it's in the comment section in the video description section I mean but that is the only thing missing from that video but um, the whole process is there for you all and um, so it's that model that I used and she was great she paid 750 bucks um, I charged her hourly and I was like, let me go ahead and break this down for people because it's a great price breakdown and I think it's perfect value for it. It was great. Um, so I went in there and I was like, okay, I charged hourly and then I broke it down. If I weren't going to charge hourly, what I was going to break it down a la carte. And it was like full highlight, extra bowls, extra time, pre-toning, toning, defy damage, um, haircut and style. And I did the total time, to total price. And then I include gratuity in my hourly. Like I price my hourly so that it's what I want to make. Like I'm not relying on tips. I'm not expecting tips. And uh, something that I want to go over in this podcast is tipping and like, should we expect it or should we not? And what does that do to the industry? And it's just like a whole um, conversation I want to have. So that's what this episode is about. It's really inspired off of my price breakdown. So I wanted to give you guys a lot of context, you know, in this opening really of, you know, what's been going on this week, what I've been posting um, about the pricing resource that's for you. And then I also posted in my story like a mini class about pricing and are color corrections even worth it? Like, is it even worth it to do a color correction? Because honestly, if you do a color correction and you have one guest booked a day for $750, you make less money than if you have five full highlights. Like you make less money and people don't understand that. And I think that hairstylists need to be a little bit more transparent and not even transparent. It's like you don't even have to explain yourself. If more people charge properly, it wouldn't be so shocking that 
um, a seven hour day, a 700 or a six hour day is $750. And we get like half of that when it comes to expenses, taxes and all of that. And like, why not get that as a hairstylist? Like what makes a hairstylist less than or not worthy of that is my big question. Which brings me to the whole reason why I talk about pricing and it became one of my biggest passions. Uh, especially when I started posting the price breakdowns, like as I shared before, you know, I did it just because I had nothing to post and then it became something that I realized a lot of people needed and a lot of my class curriculum is about pricing. A lot of the coaching that I do is around pricing. It's really a huge part of what I teach and why people follow me. But the main reason I talk about pricing is to elevate the beauty industry and I have a hashtag elevate the beauty industry I've been using ever since I started doing the price breakdowns. We even did a break the internet where I tried to get everybody to post a price breakdown a lot of people did a lot of people didn't a lot of big industry influencers wouldn't do it and I was just like okay great but like my whole thing was I wanted to elevate the beauty industry like I want people to know that hard work costs money and that it's not outlandish for a hairstylist to charge a decent in a decent price for their work and hairstylists are in the professional service industry we're professional service providers and I want to talk a little bit about how to reframe um, going from a tradesperson or service person to a professional service provider like it's a huge difference there's a huge price difference and my whole goal is to seriously elevate the beauty industry and make it not crazy for a hairstylist to make six figures. It's not crazy for a hairstylist to bring home six figures to their family. And yes, it does take a lot of work. Uh, and if we add value and do a great job and we continue to market ourselves, it's not that hard, but it's important for hairstylists to always be wanting to elevate them themselves. It's not like Kanye West, we wanna stay down here and do hair. We wanna like build, grow and elevate. So now that I gave you guys a huge uh, context overview of everything, like why I talk about pricing, all of that stuff, I want to get into like the meat and potatoes of this episode. And I'm going to start with the three C's of pricing. So something I teach a lot, something that's really good to know. And this is just what I'm going to start with and let's see what happens. So the first three things I want to talk about are the three C's of pricing. So the three big components of pricing. And the first one is consultation, being able to break down your pricing and being able to have a clear pricing structure for your clients. So the first C of pricing is consultation. So when I was working at Gina Bianca Hair, and this is one of the biggest reasons I feel like I'm qualified to talk about pricing, Usually when a guest came in and we gave them the price, the stylist would freak out and they would run into my office and be like, help me do this price breakdown. And I'm like, fine. So I would come out and I would help all of them. And they know this, like they will, they will tell you. I was helping stylist after stylist after stylist break down pricing tickets. And this was one of the biggest things I did as a leader manager is have to explain the price to a client. And the only way you can explain the price to a client is if you have a set pricing list. So the big C of pricing is constant consultation consultation if you have a set price list and everything is priced out based on time and product this is going to give you what you need to have a great consultation and explain the price and guess what if they don't like the price we find a different picture okay so your consultation has to be strong and how do you have a strong consultation you need a strong foundation you need a service menu and that leads me to my second C you also need the confidence you need the confidence and you only have confidence when you know what the fuck you're talking about you only have confidence when you know what the fuck you're talking about so literally if you have no foundation if you have no service price list if you have nothing to go off of you're gonna sound like an idiot 
it. You're not going to be confident and you're going to just charge the highest you ever charge, which is probably $200 or $150. Some of you guys, it's $250 and you won't go over that. Tell me I'm wrong. You're listening to this right now. You're like, I don't charge anyone more than $250 because that's your comfort price. That's the price that no one really argues you on. That's the price where some people do argue you on, so you're afraid to go over. So confidence, consultation, and then the third one is client-based. So what client are you advertising to? Like, What client are you trying to do? Uh, if you're marketing to students, people in school with who aren't you know, working or people who just don't value high-end hair services, but you're trying to service people who want high-end hair services, but you're marketing to the wrong people, you're going to have consistent issues. So you have to look the part. You have to do your best to market yourself to people who want to have these high-quality services or else you're going to find yourself at a dead end. Your client base is huge. So if you're working at a salon where the clients that come in are not the clients that you want to be working on, you're going to constantly have a conflict of values. So the three C's of pricing, confidence, consultation, client base, these are huge foundational things things to think about. So I wanted to share those with you and just give you a little like, you know, overview of like why I talk about pricing, like why I'm qualified to talk about it. The first reason is because I help my girls at GBH and my girls and guys at GBH do price breakdowns daily. So I'm used to talking to a client about price. I'm used to creating service menus that make sense for the company, building tickets and breaking them down so it makes sense to people. I can break down and sell ice to an Eskimo, okay? So if a guest comes in and they have black hair and they want platinum blonde, I'm breaking that ticket down down to the bowls. I'm telling them like you need this many bowls. The section needs to be this big. This is what you have to do. If you don't like it, let's find a different picture. What's your budget? Let's find a picture on this budget. So the first reason I'm qualified to talk about pricing is because I've been doing price breakdowns for five, six years, and I've been doing them in person live with clients. And the second reason or third reason or whatever reason we're on, I know I'm talking fast, but I'm passionate. And when I'm passionate, I talk really fast. And when I'm, you know, because it's coming from the heart. Um, the next reason is I've said no to clients. Like, I'm not afraid to be like, no, like, this is not possible on this budget. I'd rather have an empty time slot than over deliver for the price because I'm going to feel resentful and pissed off after. And I've done that so many times in my career where I'm just like, well, I'd rather not have an opening. So I say yes when I should say no. And then I feel like shit. And then I end up trying to cut corners because they're not paying for it. And then I end up fucking their hair up and then they have to come back in and fix it. And then they end up getting a refund and writing me a bad review. Every time I say yes, when I should say no, and I over promise and under deliver and I try to work with a budget and give them what they want without them having to really pay for it. It always ends up blowing up in my face so for real it's really important um, you know to have these boundaries and another reason I'm qualified to talk about pricing is because at Gina Bianca hair my first business I always call it my business school like if you go back to my post I was talking about earlier on my Instagram page it's supposed to me with my dog on my lap and I'm in the salon and you swipe through you could see the salon but in the caption it really says like you know that was my business school I learned everything I know now in real time in live like live on people with employees with systems and you know I learned everything like from having a business and um you know in having that business we tried everything and I've executed many price increases my team had all tiered pricing we had um everyone on the same price we had model price we have assistant price we had like every single type of pricing challenge that you could think of as a salon and I never turned my back and said oh no that's too difficult I always went head first and my stylist hated it I drove my stylist absolutely crazy some of them had such bad anxiety because we would do a price increase 
or we would do a price change being like okay yeah we're all on the same price or oh we're going to tiered pricing and this all happened over years of time it wasn't one after the other but it's not like I just like let a problem happen you know like if there was a problem we fixed it and there was a lot of change we were a new business and we were growing and we were adapting and evolving and um, the reason I believe I'm qualified to talk about all of this, the reason I post about all of this is because I have the experience and I want to share. Okay. So those are a couple of reasons I feel I'm qualified. Those were the three C's of pricing. I hope I'm not going too fast for you. If I am, you could just listen to this again. Let's take a really quick break. Let's jam out for a minute and I'm going to let you process what you just heard and we'll get into the second part of this podcast, which is going to be kind of all about tips and do we ask for tips? Do we include tips in our price? And I really just want to go off of one of the main questions that I got on my price breakdown post, which was really about, you know, are hairdressers in the same category as lawyers and accountants where we don't need gratuity? And I want to cover that with you guys. But first, let's take a quick break. Let's download. Let's take a minute. Hope you guys are having a great day. Hope you're enjoying this episode. Make sure you subscribe. Hold on. We'll be right back. talk about in this podcast is basically about tipping and I've been talking about tipping for a while and I have like mixed emotions about tipping because it depends on who you are what you're doing what you're expecting how your pricing is and what your situation is right so tips are a huge part of your income as a commission stylist so going back in the day like you know like 10 years ago when uh, clients would come in and see a stylist at the salon they would tip the stylist but not the salon owner because it was like known that the stylist was getting commission the salon owner makes all the money and you don't tip the salon owner because the salon owner doesn't uh, take a commission but the salon owner has most of the expenses so it doesn't make any sense at all if you ask me when people don't tip the owner but tip the stylist because what's going in the the owner's pocket is percent of profit it's not half of the stylist earnings it's a percent of profit so when you're a commission stylist I 150% understand when you rely on tips as a huge source of your income because working for a salon when you're working for yourself you're usually making like 50 60 percent of whatever you're earning in service behind the chair but if you're working for a salon a lot of the times you're making 40 50 percent commission so maybe that extra 20 percent gratuity is like a huge deal for you so i understand if you're a commission stylist if you're an assistant living off of tips like i understand that tips are important and tips matter i even made a sweatshirt that said tips matter this is one of my um old school apparel drops is tips matter Like I understand that tipping matters, but what I'm trying to say on this podcast and this idea that I have and that I've been promoting and pushing for a while, and I even said it on that most recent price breakdown post, 
lawyers, accountants, they don't accept tips. They don't expect them. They don't, maybe they accept them in gifts or whatever, but they don't expect a gratuity. Their pricing for professional service is dialed into what they want to be making and is dialed into their business. They're not relying on or expecting tips. So especially for a stylist, if you're going to consider yourself in the professional service business, and that's only for the stylist who's going to consider themselves in the professional service business. There's service provider and then there's professional service business. And I want to talk a little bit about that, but first let's go back into tipping. So I have a bunch of notes here that I wanted to talk about. So I get it for commission stylists. I 100% get it that tips make up a huge part of your income because you're making commission. And if you were to be renting a chair or whatever, whatever, you would be making a little bit more. So I understand how, um, you know, tips are important. And if you were renting a chair on your own business, you'd have a lot more headaches and a lot more things to take care of. So it kind of is worth it a lot of the time, depending on who you are as a person and what kind of job you want to have to be um, an employee. So I'm never saying anything about about employees and I'm never saying anything bad about salon owners and being uh, part of a salon team because it just really depends on who you are. But another message for commission artists and for stylists who do rely on tips, if you're not making 20% gratuity on almost every service, there is a big hole in your guest experience, uh, you know, and what you're doing. Uh, so if you're working for gratuity and you're not making 10, 15, 20% consistently, if you're making like 5, 10% or if you're not getting tipped, there has to be something wrong. There's not always, you know, it's not always you. Sometimes there's just... I'll try to be like not swearing right now. Sometimes there's unkind clients who you might work very, very hard for and they don't tip you. I understand that. There are going to be some people who are like that and whatever. But if you're a busy assistant or a busy stylist in the salon and you're on commission and, you know, it's a salon where people do receive tips and you're not getting tipped, you have to understand you have to go to get that extra 20 percent means you have to give 100 percent. So if you want to be making up that extra percentage and making the most that you possibly can make and you do want to improve your tips and increase your tips, you're going to have to give 100 percent. And what that looks like is providing an exceptional guest experience, looking the part, not smelling like cigarettes, shampooing, at like literally like you're in a spa, going above and beyond for the guest is going to give you that extra income. And if you're not receiving the 15, 20% consistently, there may be a hole in your guest experience. So it's something to look at. Definitely something to look at. Now, my message for independent artists, um, you know, the booth renters, this is my message for you and this is literally the message that I'm trying to promote. I understand tips are important, but what if your price made it so you did not rely on or need tips? What if your price was exactly what you're expecting to make from every single service and you didn't expect or rely on gratuity? Uh, a lot of the times if a guest doesn't tip you, it leaves you feeling resentful, angry, upset, or pissed off, all of the above, or did I do something wrong? Did they like it? It brings up a lot of questions. What if your prices had everything included? Like you raise your price 20% and just say, yeah, I don't accept gratuity. Everything's included. I believe this price matches the value that I give. 
And what if you didn't have to rely on tips? Your guests are probably still gonna tip you. All of my clients still tip me, 99% of them, but I don't expect it from them because my prices kind of have that. And what I've been saying for many, 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 many years is the biggest tip you can give me is sending me your friends and family. So, or the biggest tip you can give me is purchasing shampoo and conditioner that will protect your hair so you look good and you're my walking billboard. You know, I don't make a big deal about tips because I've always charged so that um, what I'm making makes me happy and that I don't need extra extra or I don't expect extra from these people because it's really like a different kind of game. It's a different kind of business. It's a professional service business. And a lot of the comments that I was getting on that post were saying that hairstylists are unworthy of, of charging a lot. Like they're not a doctor. They're not a lawyer. They're not this. They're not that. And I'm just like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're in the professional service industry professional service business. This is the same as a lawyer, the same as a coach, an accountant, all of these people who provide professional services at an hourly rate. Like, why is their price different from mine? Just because you go to school a little bit longer, pay a little bit more, BFD, it doesn't matter to me. We're spending a lot of time and we're dealing with people who have unrealistic expectations. We're dealing with chemicals. We're breathing in shit all day. We're standing all day. We do more a lot of the time and it's more emotional. It's more mentally, physically, emotionally spiritually challenging when you're dealing with clients who you can't really control you know how they react because you can't control how someone feels about themselves another thing is you're putting your art on the line so I'm over here doing everything with my skill craft and creating art on your head and I can't even I can't even control like how your response is at least if you do my taxes and I'm pissed off at you at least, you know, well, that's the government rule, like that these are your taxes. This is what I'm going off of. Hairstylists are going off of like your emotion, what you want in this moment, the hair that you have. And it's really like a lot of stress, fear and anxiety hairstylists have. So when someone says like, oh, they're not deserving of that, it's just hair. Like, I'm sorry. Oh, I just smacked my mic. I'm sorry. No, it's not just hair. There's so much more that goes into it. So when I talk about gratuity and should we accept gratuity or should we be classified as professional service providers, what does that pricing look like? It looks like hourly pricing with everything included, massive value and the confidence behind what we're doing. <sighs> I don't know. That's just what I believe. I really do believe that um, we need to elevate the beauty industry. I've been talking about it for many, many, many years. Everything that I do pushes towards an industry where hairstylists can make a beautiful living, a beautiful income, and everything that I teach is trying to teach people to be confident, teach people to understand why. Like, if you ever have to explain yourself, here's what you say, here's what you do. I love dialogue. I love practicing dialogue. I love role playing and like figuring out like what's the worst that could happen, what could they say. And I love to have strong systems in place so that we have something to back ourselves up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I know that uh, tips are a huge part of a commission stylist income. I know it's a huge part of a stylist income, but a lot of the time if you're depending on tips, if you're upset that you don't get tipped, it's because you're not charging enough. It's a big red flag. And that was one of the biggest comments that I was getting on my post, and that's why I wanted to respond to it here on the podcast. People were literally saying on that post, they were saying that, um, well, I had said, Lawyers and accountants don't expect tips and people went crazy saying that hairstylists are not in the same bracket as lawyers and accountants. So this is what happens and this is going to lead me to my last part of the podcast uh, before we kind of wrap things up. But the last thing I want to do is really try to like reframe 
being a hairstylist. So when somebody says that hairstylists are not in the same bracket as lawyers and accountants, what that is saying is that we are not in the professional services industry. So when I fill out my profit and law statement and my QuickBooks and like all of that shit, online i'm going in and for professional services it's like lawyers and accountants okay so hairstylists are considered professional service providers but when somebody says that we are not in the same bracket as accountants and lawyers that means we are not professional service providers so those words that language in other words is saying hairstylist services are not worth as much as a lawyer or an accountant in other words me Gina, a hairstylist, I am not worthy of charging like an accountant or an attorney. And these statements, these blanket statements that people say and, you know, hairstylists all over the world hear them and read them. All of these things go into core beliefs that we live and it says, I'm not worthy of charging like this. I'm afraid I'm just going to stay down here and do hair. Um, no, that's not okay for me. And um, seeing that again, and I'm in a different state than I was, you know, when I was doing price breakdowns back in the day, I didn't really know exactly what to say all the time. But you know, now reading that in the state that I'm in and in the mindset that I'm in with the goals that I have now, it, it's it's not okay to see people make blanket statements, hairstylists read them, and then they're over there explaining, 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 explaining themselves and explaining away that core belief of I am not worthy of charging like an accountant or an attorney. And I want to try to reframe that for you all right now. And the reframe being, uh, you know, a hairdresser to be in the professional service business. What are we calling ourselves? I'm a stylist, I'm a hairdresser, cool, great. What if you called yourself or what if you looked at yourself as you don't have to change what you call yourself because I think we should all be proud to be hairstylists, proud to be hair artists, proud to be a hairdresser. But what if you considered yourself from within a professional beauty advisor? This is a professional service. If you book like a professional, charge like a professional, look like a professional, and act like a professional, with this kind of vibe and mindset, how would you act? And what kind of value would you add to your services? How would you treat your customers? How would you market? How would you approach a customer to get them into your chair? Like, how would you act? How would you be? Uh, how would you add value to make those services worth it? Like, would you be giving a haircut or would you be giving a haircut with a whole experience? You know, at Gina Bianca Hair, we weren't just doing a haircut. Somebody would call in and they would say, hey, how much is a haircut? And we would be like, oh, let me tell you what it includes. A haircut includes an amazing shampoo and conditioner in our wash house. We give you a treatment, a scalp massage. Then we take you out. We have a great consultation with you. Figure out exactly what you need. We give you a precision haircut. We're going to teach you how to style your hair with all of the products you need to recreate the look. We're going to make sure you absolutely love it. And then we're going to really make sure that you have everything you need on your way out. Um, and a haircut here starts at $75. Just saying, hey, how much is a haircut? 50 bucks. Click. They're going to go find the cheapest haircut or they're going to go find another haircut. And how would you add value so that people, when they hear the price, they're like, oh, it's crazy to get your haircut anywhere else. That's a big question we have to be asking all the time. And this is what I coach to. This is what I live. How can I make it absolutely fucking crazy to work anywhere else, go to a class anywhere else, join anyone else's mastermind, do everything that I do? How can I make it absolutely fucking crazy? to do business with anybody else. So think about that when you're providing your services and it's all about adding value. It has to be absolutely insane to do business elsewhere. 
Now, if you ran your business like that and you're a professional beauty advisor, that's how you think of yourself in your heart. You don't have to really change your name because I think we should be proud to be a hairstylist. But wouldn't that put you in the bracket of a professional service provider? And if you knew the services were worth it, what would you do? How would you feel? That's the question I want to leave you with today. If you knew your services were worth it, if you knew you were worth it, if you knew you were worth it, how would you feel? What would you do? That's what I want to leave you with today. So I want to close this podcast by letting you all know if you are a member of Pricing Essentials, this is what I launched this year in 2020, as many of you know. My tour got canceled this year and I put everything online so that if you guys uh, purchase a ticket to see me in 2020, my ticket price was about $350. And when COVID-19 happened, I decided to put everything online and I created three products. I created Strategic Color Placement. This is my full color curriculum. It has five ways to foil, melting into fall, balayage, going darker, uh, vertical slice, pop foliage, pop balayage. It has all of my techniques and it's lifetime access. I gave you guys that, which is five times more than what you would have learned in person. I know nothing comes close to meeting in person. I know that, but I wanted to give you more. I also gave you my pricing essentials course, and I also gave you my adaptive consultations course. This is a pretty much master stylist uh, curriculum. It's absolutely fabulous. You guys who purchased a ticket with me in 2020 did receive that as a virtual option. And something else that came with that were live power sessions where we can do Q&A. So I already did the strategic color placement ones. We did pop foliage and we did um, vertical slice. You guys have all of those in your video library if you ever miss them. And uh, for pricing essentials, I have scheduled our live power session to, I should have it, but let me pull it up. Uh, December 21st so that's in two weeks so you have two weeks to watch all those videos they're great I mean if you don't watch them you can still join the pricing uh, the power session all it is is a Q&A session together I'm gonna give a brief recap of the class and then we're gonna do um, some Q&A some live coaching it's gonna be great if you're in mastermind it's gonna be kind of what the uh, mastermind meetings look like just some cool live coaching together we can get to know each other it's gonna be amazing I haven't scheduled the consultation power session yet I'm just gonna give myself a little grace and breathing room plus adaptive consultation is like five hours of education so I want to give you guys enough time to catch up watch all of the videos and then we'll do another power session in the future for adaptive consultations and you guys if you're not a member of these yet if you didn't get a ticket to see me in 2020 you can still buy these courses on my website just go to GinaBianca.com and click online education then click all education you'll see all my courses so you have about two weeks to catch up if you want to join us it's going to be amazing and remember you get lifetime access to all of my content except for mastermind mastermind is monthly if you're a member of pricing essentials make sure you watch your videos um, the videos are absolutely amazing you guys have the pricing essentials video which has pretty much all the factors that go into pricing then you have a cost per hour video setting and hitting monthly goals video how to uh, determine time and product standards we also go over pricing out color bowls that's like a main question I get how to price out bowls it's all about product and time you guys also have how to communicate your pricing to clients on service menus and verbally how to talk about your pricing. 
And then finally, how to execute a price increase. It's really a 360 class on pricing, and many people have no idea how to price their services, and I think that this product really helps uh, price out your services. It's 150 bucks. You're going to make 150 bucks an hour if you use it. So I think it's priced perfectly. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. I mean, it better be. But yeah, so you guys have the live power session, which is going to be included in your video library. The recording will be in your video library for you to enjoy. And you have lifetime access to all these products. So, you know, I really want to elevate the beauty industry and provide, you know, affordable and amazing education for you all. So I hope that those of you who are part of the product, who are, um, you know, members of the product, I hope that you are enjoying the content. If you haven't watched it already, please complete the videos if you can by the 21st. Our power session's at noon Eastern time. That should be good for pretty much all the time zones. And if you can't make it, don't worry. It's going to be in your um, video library. You'll have it in there. You'll be able to access it pretty shortly after. I mean, pending technical difficulties, it shouldn't take me too long to put the recording in. Um, and we'll do the adaptive consultation one soon. And uh, my mastermind members, just so you know, your December bonus content is going to be the pricing Q&A class. So you'll have access to the live power session. You won't have access to the whole course, but you will have the amazing value of the Q&A class and the brief class recap. So join mastermind, get pricing essentials. It's all amazing education for you all. I hope that you found value in this podcast. I hope you find value in a lot of the content I give you. I put my heart and soul into it. I'm talking from the heart. I really love you guys. I really want to elevate the beauty industry and give back to the industry that's given me everything I could ever want. So I hope to see you guys soon. I hope to talk to you soon. Make sure that you screenshot this episode. Share it with your friends. Share it with everybody who needs to learn about pricing or who needs a little you know, positive mentor in their ear. I'm here to be your mentor and here to give you everything I got. And I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.